0: Hello and welcome to another episode of You're Not On Your Own with me, Mariah, with universities welcoming students this September. This episode will take a look at what universities are doing in terms of Welcome Week and freshers. We'll also be talking about... What you may need to do beforehand in terms of registration, we'll be having a look at registration as well. I'll also be sharing a little bit about my first year experience at university and the tips I learned within that year. Um, Now, we have done episodes similar to this before. Um, Obviously, things have changed since then with the COVID safety regulations um, easing. But if you wanna go ahead and have a look, episode eight, me and my friend Alice talk more in detail about our university experience. We talk things like lectures and seminars and things like that. So you might wanna have a look at that. Uh, But yeah, let's get started. So let's start off by having a look at what you may need to do before you're due to leave for uni. Uh, You should have already been contacted by your uh, university already telling you what you need to do if you need to do anything. Uh, That's probably via email. Um, But if you haven't and you're worried that you might need to do something beforehand, then you can always get in touch with the Student Information Help Desk or SID uh, and you can find out where to contact them on your university's website or your university may have the information on their website already Um, like angla ruskin has done for their students they have like different bullet points suggesting things that they could do before they start university like packing um and things they may need and like registration is as well they have about registration on their website now, in terms of registration, most you, most universities that I looked at in the UK are doing the re- registration process online. Now, of course, like each uni may be doing things differently, but let's have a quick look at what one university is doing. So the University of London say that registration is the official process to enroll um, as a student on your chosen course and consists of two stages. So for them, they have two stages. So the first stage, they have confirm your personal details, such as your name and date of birth, confirm your course details, update your contact details, accept to abide um, the uni's code of conduct or regulations that they have in place, um, pay your tuition fee as well, they have. And then after doing the first stage, they will then uh, be contacted to do the second stage, which is... Verification of your identity, eligibility to study, and joining your cho- chosen course. And for this, they say that they would need to upload their passport or visa to uh, uh, verify their identity and nationality before they can become a fully reg- registered student. Now, I presume like this is kind of like what other universities are doing. I say that because this is exactly what we had to do, but rather than it being only online it was kind of a mixture of them both so we had to like pre register so that in the pre register process it was kind of like stage 1 where you would confirm your details make sure you're you're on the right course make sure the course details are correct and confirm that as well uh, we would then need to also select how we was going to pay we didn't have to pay then it was just to 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 say how we was going to pay um, and then when we got to welcome week, we had like this whole registration day. I'll say day cause it was such a long process. Like it took ages cause of the queues and, and everything like that. So in this day, we had to, um, again, confirm our ID and nationality and things like this. So the stage two, basically. So we had to, um, uh, we had to bring with us i think it was two forms of id i think it was like a passport or, or a driving license and then also like your um i think it was birth certificate as well to say that we were um eligible to to um study in the uk or you could bring with you a visa i think and then you would have to bring with you also your acceptance letter for that course that you study that you chose to study And also your student finance letter if you're choosing to pay by student finance or obviously you would have or if not, then you would have to pay for the for the course then and there. Um, And then after that, you would just do your ID, you know, when they take a picture of you, you get your um, student ID and which made me wondering how they're going to do it. This like people collect their IDs if they're registering online but the, the university of london are doing it as in like a booking a slot kind of thing and then you'd go and get your ids done but i'm not sure what other universities are doing so which is good your student id is good because then you can get your 10 off you um because students you know you can get to 10 off don't know if it was like if it's like that now but back in my day you could get 10 off of things in certain shops like i loved it I loved my student ID card anyway so that's how we had to do like the whole registration process it was so much longer I think it being online I think it would be a lot easier and a lot quicker as opposed to waiting in queues and waiting for your turn like it was just so long it was a long process so yeah anyway in terms of welcome week in general um, for most universities it normally starts like late september but your welcome week might be earlier as your university's academic year may be starting at the end of september rather than um, early october which is for most universities i looked at we're starting in like kind of like the beginning of october and uh, that was like for me as well i started in the beginning of october so yeah welcome week freshers is usually like could be one week or or a two week where and it's there so you can settle into university meet friends um and just get rid of all that like nerve nervousness sort of thing and make sure you're all settled before you're due to start your course so it's it is a really good week and it's really good fun because they have a lot of activities going also you on that week that week you would have your introduction to your course so this is normally like a, a week's Kind of process, or it could be a few days, but for me, it, I think it was a week. So, on your introduction to your course, you may have a tour. They may show you around where you you would have your seminars and lectures, which is handy because you don't want to get lost uh, before you start. Uh, you would also get explained to you about seminars and lectures, um, also about your units and the grading of those units. Also, you may have a welcome speech by the vice chancellor or chancellor maybe and also um you would kind of have you may have group tasks which are really fun you may be split up to into a group of four or five and it just makes you can make it it easier just to bond um we had quite a funny task where the lecturer took um had pictures of uh, of things around the university we would then have to go find those things and take pictures with it to show that we found it it was just a good little task because we got to bond, have a laugh. And we also got to find things like the library because I think they took a picture of the library sign and we had to go find that. It sounds childish, but do you know what? It was so much fun. It was actually jokes. But yeah, in Welcome Week as well, it's not just about the introduction to your course, but you also have lots of activities out there for for you to meet friends and, and things like this and learn about societies. And societies are good as well uh, because... Um, you get to bond with people that are interested in similar things to, uh, if, with you. So, say if you had, uh, um, if you was inspired by something and there was a uh, a society about that, then you could join that and talk about that with people that enjoy that as well. Or if it's a gaming society, if it's like I don't know, like a musical society, they like musicals. Do you you know what I mean? Like it's just a way for you to bond, and it's really nice. Um. so also and also like when i was talking about activities when i yeah they have quite a lot of activities um the the nightlife activities or the daytime activities it's just really good to get involved with and make friends but let's see kind of like what kind of welcome week activities or freshest activities they um some universities have this year so in the university of Edinburgh. Their welcome week is from the 11th until the 18th of September. So if you're going to this uni, you may have already um, started a few of these activities. They say, we will be welcoming you back in true student association style with a mixture of online and in-person events for new and returning students. So they're still doing kind of like a mixture of online and um, offline things. But on the events page, um, this university is really good because they have a mixture of society events, like I was saying, like societies. Um they have activity events and events to see the city. So on events to see the city they have like a haunted tour that sounds cool. You get to see like Edinburgh's, you get to see like the historical famous sites for the and it's spine chilling atmosphere they say uh they have a harry potter tour which is pretty cool because i think harry potter was filmed like the outside scenes was filmed in Edinburgh. they also have like your typical freshers night out like they have a drag disco divas which sounds cool like you get to dress up and it's just typical like freshers night out um so yeah it sounds really really fun um but let's look at what another university is doing just to get some other ideas so there's the montford university in leicester they again have like the typical freshers night out they have an early to uni party which is for freshers only they have an i rave music fest fest they have a uv rave they have a zoo party which sounds cool again it's dressing up getting out um yeah it just sounds fun like it just sounds fun and if you don't like going out as well like the both universities they have things in place um activity daytime activities I think Edinburgh had like a coffee crawl which sounds kind of cruel I mean cruel which sounds quite it sounds kind of cool um if you like coffee you know you could go to different coffee shops imagine though you would it be like drinking loads of cups of coffee I don't think I could do that I love my coffee but gosh I don't think I could do that, but it does sound cool, and they have, um they both have Freshers' Fair as well, which I definitely recommend you getting involved with, if your university has a Freshers' Fair, go, definitely go, even if it's, if, if you're, even if you're going on your own, I went on my own, it's right. or you could t- take your flatmates, take your uh people on your course, it's just fun, because that you get free food there. Sometimes they're giving away free pizzas, uh, so they're always giving away vouchers. And trust me, their vouchers come in handy when you need like, if you if you want to take away but you can't afford it, then vouchers come in handy. Trust me, the amount of Domino's vouchers I got. I loved it i loved it you get to send off these things anyway but trust me their vouchers come in handy they also have job opportunities like they have people offering like jobs there as well like the lo- local people that have businesses in town they might be there offering students jobs definitely get your names down for that if you need the extra money yeah fresh affairs are really really good Due to COVID, though, these freshers and welcome week activities will probably be done by booking slots. So definitely go onto your university website, see what they're doing, and if anything interests you, just book it. Because like there might be a um, a certain amount of people that they're allowed to letting um a let into to that activity. So definitely have a look at that but finally the student experience seems to be going back to normal kind of there might still be um, some safety measures in place but it does look like it's going back to normal and if you're the type of person that don't look that don't really doesn't like going out uh, um out, out then hopefully like i said there should be daytime activities that you your student union have arranged for you to do or societies have arranged for you to do in the daytime so definitely look at that Although some campuses are offering fresher freshers and activities and, fa- and activities face to face, there are still that are still doing the mixture of welcoming students online and offline, which we kind of saw with um, Edinburgh University, um, as we mentioned. Um Angela Ruskin are doing this, they welcoming students both on and offline. Um they say the introduction will take place online and in person so that Uh, Whether you've chosen to study on campus or online, you'll receive the information you need to start your course. So on their um, little introduction, they have school and course introduction. You'll meet other students and your course leaders, meeting staff in your faculty and having the personal development tutor system explained to you. Join student life sessions where you'll be you'll have the opportunity to ask current students questions and learn from their experiences, which is good as well. Like learning from people that have already been through it and they have introduction to um, the student union about clubs and societies, which I said societies are a good idea to get involved with. You'll be able to meet people like the people that are interested in things that you're interested in, which is good um anyway um also also um angler have a welcome buddy which is quite cool uh so they say with their welcome buddy they'll get in touch with you when you start the course and they take away those first day jitters and then once you started they get in touch and arrange face-to-face meetings with you video calls or in person so at least your notes know a friendly face. Uh, they will be able to speak about amazing clubs and society, sports teams, voluntary opportunities with you and then settle you in. And they'll be there for the first trimester, which is until December. So that's quite good. We had something similar in our university, but I honestly didn't really like it. There was like called Angels and they were there just for freshers. So they would settle you in, which is good. Like they, got, they showed me where my flat is, which I like and showed me, like, around the accommodation, which, again, I like. But when they're knocking to bring you out and you don't want to go out, I don't like, So they are really persistent on getting people out. I just used to lock my door, put my headphones in, because, uh, like, especially with... Because with the whole going out thing, like, I like going out, but I have to be out to enjoy it. And also, as well, like, going out with people that you don't know, you don't know it whether um you'll be safe sort of thing so that's always what was in my head I'd rather like meet people and get to know them first before I go out and about with them if it makes sense especially when you're in a vulnerable state and you and you get drunk obviously you don't need to drink that much um but I'd just rather be safe than sorry but yeah if you are going out as well just make sure you're um aware of your surroundings I would make I wouldn't get too drunk I know it's hard like you want to have a good time but just be safe and if you're like me and you're just hesitant you do and you really don't want to go out um and you don't feel comfortable then you don't have to go out um you can say no and if people like kind of isolate you because of that then that's more for them but if it's affecting you your mental health um being left out and feeling like kind of like like ostracized Then definitely you can speak to student support, they're there to help with your mental health, your financial difficulties, and many issues that you may face as a student. You can just contact them, and again, like you can find that their information on your um, university's website. They're definitely good to speak to. They'll probably suggest that you get in touch with your accommodation and move flats, but yeah, they're definitely good to speak about those those types of things. And like if you're the type of person that wants to encourage people to to go out and have a good time with you just be mindful that not everybody's the same as you not everybody likes to go out um, and maybe just suggest other activities that you could do together in a daytime rather than try to encourage them to go out or even have a quiet drink in the flat like oh with my flatmates we generally just had a quiet uh, drink in the flat and it was so relaxed and it was so nice um so maybe do that or have a movie night or something like that you don't have to like push them to go out because everybody is different and you may be um ruining their university experience by by doing so but yeah that's um well what's going on with welcome week but as i was saying before like just because the rules have relaxed due to covid doesn't mean that your um universities won't have safety measures in place the department for education do say though that there are no longer restrictions on the approach to teaching and learning in higher education so like it is up to like the universities to make the decision on what safety measures um, to take the department of education say that, that higher education and providers are autonomous institutions they should identify and put in place appropriate plans in line with the guidance and any other relevant government guidance based on their individual circumstances so you may have your university may have for example the typical uh rules of about washing hands using sanita- t- sanitized using sanita- hand sanitizers regu- regularly I can't say that word regularly um they may have sanitizing stations around the campus they may have social distance in place like go in one door go out the other door uh you m- you will probably also be encouraged to take rapid lateral te- flow tests rapid lateral flow tests every two weeks and be encouraged to get vaccinated, which both the Department of Education and the University UK advised universities to tell students. So most universities are looked at, had their rules and guidelines on their website. But if you're unsure, again, you could always ask Sid. University UK also mentioned on their checklists to universities um, providers that they should provide reassurance on what measures the university will be taking to keep the university community safe they also said ensure students who are new or returning to campus understand whether the university will be providing hand sanitizers cleaning products or communal communal spaces and when and where face coverings may be required reassure students on safety measures and cleaning protocols in university accommodations So you should be notified if they do have any safety measures in place or you'll be let known or you'll probably be able to be told on introduction as well or reminded on the introduction to your course. So now that's all out the way of you know your your typical what's going on when you start in university in that first two weeks. Let's now talk about um, what questions might be on your mind or worries that might be on your mind because I definitely had a bunch of what things i was worried about so hopefully i'll be giving now be giving my experience on those questions and what i did um and also where you could go for help so one thing that you may be worried about is money like i remember like being so scared like is my student finance going to cover everything or if you're paying for you or if your parents are paying for your university like are you going to be able to afford this and that or You know, so like, you know, things like that you might be worried about. So um, if you are worried about managing your money at the university, then there is student support service, which I talked about before. Uh, You could contact them and they should be able to help you if you're struggling to pay for your course. If you're struggling um, in general, like to buy food, they may be able to give you uh, advice on um, what to do to manage your money and things like that. So also, there's also Money of Helper, which I'll leave in the link in the description. Um, they are really good. They was known before as Money of Our Service, but they're really, really good. They have things on their website about how to manage your money, along with university budgeting tips, which are pretty good. They ha- even have a budget planner that you could use um, to budget like your day-to-day um, things, like your, your university accommodation, uh, Your phone bill, What if you're paying for your phone bill, if you're paying for this, that, that, yeah, you just budget. And also, uh, which I like as well, they have advi- advisors, but you don't have to call them. You can actually just WhatsApp them because I know for sure I hate having those pho- important phone calls because you, you try to think, like, you try to remember everything. Sometimes it's just easy to <laughs> message them. I know, like us young people today, like... So what I I did is... Uh, your student finance comes in like termly. Um, I worked it out that when I paid for a term, I could see what money had left over. And then I could then budget that money sort of thing. So as soon as I got my student finance, I just paid termly for my accommodation that worked out for me. Um, but it may not work out for you. It depends all on how much student finance you're getting. It's quite silly, really. Um, If you're from a a household that earns earns a certain amount of money, higher wage, then you'll get lower student finance as they expect your parents to be giving you money or whatever. I I know it's stupid. So you may get lower. So this may not work out for you, but if you do the maths and see if it does, like work out how much rent you would be paying per term. Um, it may work, it may not work, but it worked for me anyway. So I, I saw what money had left over. Then I had done my shopping and so and I what I done I still do to this day is do like buy bulkly. I know it sounds weird, but I buy um I buy more than I need. So say if I had toilet roll, right instead of getting i don't know six toilet rolls i would get 24 and then i had it for when i needed it i know it's only me but i had it do you know what i mean i know it sounds stupid but and then like buying things like um tin food so if i fell in hard times i had tin food that i could eat um if i couldn't afford to 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 go shopping that week, then I would have tin food so I have food that I could eat. Or like packet food, so you could even have rice and pasta. You could have tuna pasta one night, or you could have tinned mackerel and rice. tin food ain't all that nice, but it is a good thing like to have in the cupboard to like fall back on. Um also like packet food as well like is is another good thing and if you're lazy you can't be bothered to cook it's so good like you know noodles like just get a pack of noodles because like i trust me the amount of times i ate noodles because i couldn't be bothered to cook <laughs> but it's good it's cheap as well it's cheap and easy to buy and like um packet pasta as well like you could get packet pasta um from b&ms it has like cheese and broccoli and then like boiler milk and pour the packet pasta in and it's it's just like made or get ping meals and things like this but do do be aware like your accommodation could could be like what mine was basically we had enough fridge space but we had hardly any freezer space like it's annoying also be as aware about cupboard space as well you probably will get like one drawer and two cupboards each which sounds like all right but them cupboards aren't that big i gotta admit they're quite small um so so is the freezer like it was ridiculous like you'd think they would have more freezer space for students and less fridge space because let's be honest students just want to whack things in the oven and eat it like frozen food is like i don't even know like it saved it saved me so many times and you can't always eat takeout food. It's too expensive. So anyway, yeah, as well, that brings me on to cooking. What I did as well, which um, just made life so much easy, is cook things like for a family, for, for a family of four. So I had things for four, like four days, four portions. So I could put it in the fridge or cram it in the freezer. like what little little freezer space that I had. So I've done things like, um, you know, like spaghetti bolognese, done that a few times, I even had pie, pie's not very good the next day but I still split the pie in half, you know that tin pie that you can put in the oven, yeah well then, um, so i split it in half uh, with a bit of te- potatoes, um, yeah and then I had like tuna pasta sometimes that I could have in a casserole dish, you know you just get your pasta, cook it, get your sauce that you just bought from the shop, bung it in there, bung some tuna in there, mix it up, and then put some cheese on top and put it in the oven for like 30 minutes and then you got another meal. Like, also, if you really don't know how to cook, because I know like some people don't know how to cook before they go uni. Luckily, I knew how to cook. I'm so thankful that I knew how to cook. Um, But if you don't know how to cook, you could always ask your parents to teach you a few things, like a few meals before you go Or what you could do is you could go on YouTube and just look it up. Like how to cook like simple um, food instead of eating like beans on toast every day or noodles every day or stuff that's unhealthy for you. So yeah, that's what I did. So another thing you might be thinking about is packing. Now some unis have like what you could pack on their website. Like I said before, like Angela Ruskin had things like ideas of what you could pack. So things you could pack is like your toiletries um you could actually pack everything you could you could like know how was going on about tin food what i did is i took loads of tin food with me packet food with me also cleaning products so i had that and i didn't really need to do anything like go out and buy it i also took like kitchenware you know like your your pots your pans your tins your casserole dish if you want a casserole dish your knife and forks i brought all that with me as well um and I also bought a kettle and a toaster. Now with the kettle and a toaster, you'll probably find your flatmates already have a kettle and a toaster. And all you have to do is just ask if you can use that. If they say no, be like, all right, just get your own kettle and toaster. Because sometimes you'll be rocking up there and you'll already have a kettle and toaster. Someone already Like all of you, and there'll be like five, five kettles and toasters. You'll be like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with it? Of course, you can put it in your room, which actually I did because I turned up, already had one. So so when you do start, what you could do is wait and to see, like I said, if anyone's got a kettle and toaster. If no one has, you could all put money in and buy it together as a flat. That's a good idea, that's an idea. Yeah, so then there's that and meeting flatmates. It is awkward at first, I'm not gonna lie, but luckily my flatmates were already there. Like I said, they're third year students, so uh my the the, the girl next to me um just literally knocked on a door, and introduced herself, and it was just so nice and then um, in the evening we all came out our rooms and like I said before we had a drink and we got to know each other like that so it wasn't awkward they just literally knocked on my door I didn't even have to do anything I was like shall I knock on their door Shall I go out so and I was like Ugh, what should I do I was like so nervous but yeah they were so welcoming um, hopefully your flatmates are the same Another thing is homesickness. You may be feeling homesick. You may be feeling homesick as soon as you say goodbye to your parents or you may feel feel it like later down in the line. Um, but with Welcome Week and that and everything and it's designed to help you get settled in. So if you do keep yourself busy, hopefully you won't feel it as much. Um and also definitely join into the join in with the societies. If you find any societies that you're interested in, take part. Definitely get involved um with all the activities and keep yourself busy and hopefully it will get your mind off being homesick. You could always uh speak to your family via Zoom, Skype, FaceTime. Um, um, reg- regularly I can't say that word regularly and hopefully as well that make your homesickness go down um, but if you're still feeling really really homesick then if you're not that far away you could always you know hop on a train hop on a bus and go see them on the weekends or they could come and visit you uh, or again you could speak to student support about ways to deal with your homesickness but anyway f- um, hopefully, this episode has helped you, and you've learned a little bit of what to expect in the first year in terms of like the welcome week, the freshers, the introductions. Um, And hopefully my experience as well has helped you um, answer those questions if you are struggling with those particular things. So thank you so much for listening. The next episode that will be on this podcast, uh, we will be speaking to Rachel again from the NSPCC. Uh, She'll be speaking to us about advice on young people and children's mental health. So do stay tuned for that. And thanks again. And I'll see you next time.